Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I will be playing Call of, the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our scenario is entitled A Trick of the Light, and it was written by Janice Hill. She will be GMing for us, and Bill Mize will be giving the recap as Paul Newsom. Our GM and the players are ready. Let's begin our journey into the darkness. Bill? Thank you, Tom. When you grow up in Dallas, Texas, you learn one thing, that there's only two things in Texas, cows and cowboys. I knew at an early age that I didn't want nothing to do with either of them. I had my sights on bigger things, like the Big Apple, New York. An art teacher who took kindly to me took a look at my photographs taken with a shitty brownie and told me I had a real talent for it told me I had a good eye. So I learned everything I could about photography, sprung for a good camera and a bus ticket, and off to New York I went. These days, I wish I was back in Dallas with the cows and the cowboys. A few days ago, one of my regulars, Maggie, called me up and told me that she needed a photographer who was discreet. She's a reporter for one of the rags, and I know that she knows just how discreet I can be, so I kind of took offense at that. I think that it's those around me that need to be a little bit more discreet. I have rolls upon rolls of film that show me just how discreet, indiscreet they can be. That and a very healthy bank account that keeps me discreet. Mackie took me somewhere. And I met a few others, a French artist, two jazz musicians, and two hoods. The artist keeps telling me about a nude party he's been invited to. The two hoods keep telling me about some sort of scam they're running involving some paintings. And the two musicians keep telling me about a girl, a friend of a friend, who seems to be in a lot of trouble. I know, right? New York on a Friday night. Then I saw that their painting move. Now my eyes are good. My lips are sober and I swear I ain't seen nothing like that in my life. Next, this group here gets invited over to Lydia Oleander's place. Now Miss Oleander and I have done some business in the past to get a few of her more rambunctious customers in line. And I know that she's a good woman. Evidently, the friend of a friend and the missing girl worked for Miss Oleander as well, and the one girl got mixed up with one of them depressed artist types, and there you go. New York on a Sunday night, or I'm sorry, on a Saturday night. Once Miss Oleander came into the room, evidently the musicians went mute, and Maggie took the lead, as she sometimes does. We learned a bit more about Lambert, the painter, and Cassandra, his, let's say, muse. Things just keep getting weirder and weirder. While Prez, Mr. Pantalon, and I waited in the car, they played canasta and I took a nap. We went to our regular hangout, the diner, and got everyone on the same page, or at least tried to. Gerard is of the opinion that there's some sort of magic attacks to, attached to the paintings that perhaps Cassandra is trapped in the painting. I am of the opinion that maybe Gerard's artistic imagination has gotten the better of him. Folks are spreading out now with Prez and Frankie and Johnny. 
heading somewhere, Diz and Gerard and I, we're gonna head over to the Art Society to find more about Pickman, Lambert and their paintings. After that, the stone party where everyone gets naked, New York. Thanks, Bill. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Well, as we uh, briefly discussed, the first uh, poking around at the Art Society and at the clubs and uh, the various venues have not turned up an awful lot. Uh, you folks are scheduled to go back and talk to the membership secretary at the Art Society, who was not available. Um, Prez's first sort of uh, skimming through things at the library really didn't turn up anything particularly connected to Lambert or to uh, Cassandra or uh, anything unusual. And of course, for some odd reason, the uh, rumor mill at the club seemed to be uh, especially unrumorful this time around. Um, my presumption is, is that uh, you guys will probably meet up to touch bases about final plans for attending the party. Who's going to do what? Um, Diz is going to uh, skulk around, see if he can uh, poke around in possibly any outbuildings that might be outside of the house. Uh, other than that, I think he's going to leave it up to the rest of you to decide uh, what the plan of uh, investigation and attack is. That's a good question. Are we so, at the diner right now then? Yeah, let's presume that uh, having come up sort of empty in the information search, at least today, that uh, you guys need to sort of get your story straight and decide what, uh, how you're going to tackle this clothing optional event. Well, I know what I am wearing. <laughs> <laughs> My bathrobe. I, I'm, uh, I'm going to wear clean underwear. <laughs> Just in case. Just to make sure it's clean underwear. Only clean underwear? No, I mean, uh, underneath I'll wear clean oh. underwear. I'm, I'm hoping I'll, I won't go that far. Okay. Uh, the, 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 the sight of me in my, my bare scuddies is... Uh, is not something that should be inflicted on the world. <laughs> oh, you underestimate yourself. You're not bad looking at all, sir. Um, I think that what we need to understand is what we are trying to do at this party. I think we also need to find out not only to to see what we can find out from Monsieur Monsieur Stone, but rather from the other people that are there. What sort of people does he hang out with? Why is he interested in this sort of strange art perhaps other people there are also interested in this strange art i'd be interested in knowing what else he's got what isn't on display that is probably you might be able to see it's this, this kind of party that he might want he might be unable to not show you what his favorite pieces of art are I was going to say something then, but I think it could be very, very strongly misconstrued. 
<laughs> I was going to say if he's had, if he's got a drink in him, it uh, it might loosen him up a bit. Um, oh, I'm sure he would. Initially, initially, I was going to say if he's well lubricated. <laughs> then I thought, no, 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 that that might have different connotations. I'm not so sure that that is not also the case. In any case, um, so I think what the plan is today is we are all going to go out and uh, round up what information we can, and then we will meet shortly before the party. Yes? Seems good to me. I mean, I need to to get that uh, photograph of the, uh, of the painting. Um, yeah, so I all, can get that to you. Are we all meeting here and then going from here to there, or where do you guys want to? Well, there is a little... There's a little diner uh, on the corner of and uh in uh, near Beacon Hill. Uh, we could meet there. Okay. I think when it comes to arriving at the party, though, we should uh, we we should keep our distance from each other and arrive all arrive separately. Ah. Yeah, that is that is that is smart. I would suggest that nobody arrive at exactly the time. Uh, arrive for 15, 20 minutes late. Nobody arrives on time. But isn't Prez the only one that has an invitation? Prez and Maggie? Well, I thought, I thought Gerard has an, an invitation of a... Of a yes, of I, a... I have an invitation. I have a way in, let us say. Okay. That the man leads, likes artists, if you understand, so. Yeah, that leaves both uh, Frankie and I. Um, hmm. Well, you were hoping in, 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 uh, to get in with your music. Yeah. Well, just say that, uh, let's say Maggie uh, sent us and said that there was a, you know, bitching party here. And uh, they needed some good music, so we're here to provide them the uh, musical entertainment. You know, if there are anything like other high society parties, there will be lots and lots of people. They might not even notice you. True. Go in as if, and so just just tell whoever is watching the door, I'm one of the musicians. Okay. They'll probably just let you in. same time we should probably be prepared to not be let in in which case i guess we'll wait out in the car for you guys to come out you sure we can wait out with maggie yes what does um yeah if i remember correctly maggie was not too thrilled about going inside is that right right she's just in the car yeah and i'm then... not sure was uh paul were you going to stay in the car as well with her uh, I'm going to see if I can use her invitation. If oh. she's not going to use it, she's going to stay in the car. Well, if that's the case, um, if you're going to use her invitation, then uh, perhaps Frankie and I can come along with you, you know. Um, you, could, you could just say that you are all with Maggie right. and you're waiting for her. Right. 
Yeah, that'll work. Mm -hmm. What is Diz done? Is he staying with Prez? Uh, his oh. plan is to uh, look around the grounds and see if there are any outbuildings to poke around in to see if there's anything, um, oh, okay. anything like that. Good idea. And if that uh, fails to particularly ring any bells, then uh, his plan is to uh, come into the house, but probably through the servant's entrance or someplace where it will be fairly intrusive. Okay, great. I'm it's still concerned. Up. Sorry, that's what? Uh, Steve keeps popping in and out, so I think he's having some connectivity problems. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, I'm still a little confused, concerned. Currently, Johnny and I have the painting. Right. I think we were going to give it to Maggie to bring with her. Oh, no. We were, I, I know that we were going to do the, uh, the landscape painting. We weren't going to give him. Uh, Cassandra's painting. We weren't? Okay, that's where I was getting confused. Yeah. And so you, would be, you probably would be interested in, in the uh, landscape piece as well. I'm sure he would. So my, my question with that, though, is that that was Pearlie's job, was to deliver this painting to him. So are we putting Pearlie at risk if we don't no, hand over we, the painting? Not, not particularly. Um, I think that uh, that Mr. Stone is only interested in the painting, not Pearlie. Yeah, and remember, um, we are getting, we're supposedly getting the uh, a duplicate of this painting. You're supposed to be putting that together, uh, remember? Oh, am I actually supposed to do that? Well, I mean, technically, you're supposed to. Uh, be doing the uh, the copy, so that's oh. going to take some time. So I thought that I made it clear that I was not a painter, but <laughs> well, okay. I don't know. I mean, we have the magical paintings, the paint, the paint, right? We have his color palette. What, what I'm what I'm saying here is, um, Pearly would only be in trouble with uh, his boss, not with ah. Uh, uh with stone so well we have some time i'm sure i could make a horrible copy of that uh the painting i mean you don't it's an oil painting right yes it won't be dry yeah it'll take a what about what like a month or two like dry. a year well the fully dry but however it only has to it only has to fold them for Till we get away uh, I, I i don't know this is a crazy idea <laughs> this was your idea wasn't it Prez? well i'm not, what i'm saying here is we don't have to give him the painting of cassandra just yet that the idea is to give him the painting of the uh landscape well i think i think the idea is to, to offer him the, the painting of the landscape and right. uh, but we're not we're not bringing Cassandra's painting with us today. The no, idea no, is no, we're no, going to do no. business tonight. Tonight was was for. I, I'm 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 just bringing a photograph of the other painting. Right. 
But as, as I understood it, um, you told Mr. Stones that you had a painting that was painted by Jeremy Lambert, yes? Mm -hmm. You didn't tell him what the contents of the painting was. Um, so either painting will work. I'm not so sure about that. I thought the whole reason they, Maggie and Prez, were invited was because they said they had the painting of the girl. Yeah, I think we told him what was in it. Uh, but that's that's okay. I can I can bluff my way out of that. Well, I just I just want to voice my concerns, and I'm concerned about Pearly getting in trouble. So, if well, Pearly, yeah, Pearly won't get in trouble from Stone. Stone maybe 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 Pearly can just come with us tonight. I think Pearly should stay where he's he's at. I think he should stay more or less hidden. Let us handle this. Um, I don't think that Pearly is in trouble. Pearly will be in trouble with his boss, not with Stone. Yeah, yeah. His, and his boss is basically, we, we have that sort of settled because, Gerard, you're supposed to be doing the, the rendition of this painting, which is going to take time. So we're taking care of this now, and you're going to be, quote, unquote, uh, painting this this particular duplicate. So right now, you know, probably should be in the safe zone. Well, I can try my hand at it. I can uh, I, I can mean, whip something together tonight. Yeah, what, what I'm saying here is you don't have to do it right now. What I'm saying here is as far as Pearly is concerned, we don't have to worry about that right now. Okay. Because it's understood from his boss that it's going to take time for Gerard to paint this. Isn't it also possible and very likely... Is it the other person who wanted the the painting? I forget. Did we get his name? Um, um, that he will be at the party as well. Indeed, yes. So there's no point in having a rival if you don't have to. If you don't get to show off what you've got. Right, Malcolm what Weatherton. Weatherton, well, that is him. Well, <clears throat> with that in mind, we should um, keep our ears open to see what sort of rivalry this is. And, say, listen uh, to everybody at the party. Yeah. yeah. Unless I'm wrong, Philip Stone already bought the painting. You mean it's already paid for? Yeah. I don't know. That would be awfully foolish to buy a painting that you have or don't have in your possession. Well, isn't that how rich people do it? It so all seems very strange. Why, if I am a rich man and I buy a painting, uh, where am I going to buy the painting from? Usually it would be a legitimate art dealer and perhaps he would have it delivered to me. But I don't think that either Pearly or the other man involved are art dealers. Well, this is this is hardly legitimate art, is it? This is uh, right. This is something altogether unusual. 
So I guess that necessitates buying it through an, an unusual channel. But if he's going in an underground channel, we don't know what he paid or if he paid. Uh, we, it, it's so bizarre. Well, by, uh, by offering him another painting by the same artist, we can get uh, a general ballpark figure. We can see what he's willing to pay, how he's willing to pay it. So it's my understanding that Philip Stone bought the painting from Danny Dice and that Danny Dice tasked Hurley to deliver it. Yeah, that just doesn't seem right. If I were going to put it together, I would say that Monsieur Philip Stone won a bet. Because well, you're, you're talking speculation. I'm talking what we know, right? Well, we don't we don't know that yeah, Donnie Dice. I, I still don't understand why why a man like Donnie Dice is willing to write off such an enormous debt. By just allowing him to deliver a painting for it. Right. I don't know why Danny Dice would have any involvement in art at all. I mean, to, to, to let someone off that much money just to deliver a painting mm. makes it seem like there's quite a, a risk involved. Well, Perhaps we should ask Pearlie why. Well, yeah, yeah, let's, let's, we, we can do that. Um, and I'm thinking maybe because um, Danny Dice saw what was in the painting and it disturbed him enough to want to get rid of it. Or and, it may be um, that Danny and, Dice is very afraid of Mr. Stone. Hmm. Or maybe Danny Dice knows um, actually what's behind all of this. And uh, again, once, you know, the distance himself. And his, nobody, none of his men are willing to do it, so he gets uh, Pearly to do it, um, for giving this particular uh, debt. Um, I don't know. Let's let's talk to Pearly. I mean, we have time, so let's let's uh, let's talk to Pearly. Do you need to refresh forward to is it is it Wednesday or is it still Tuesday the day before that? Uh, this is this is Wednesday. I'm assuming that you spent uh, the afternoon of Tuesday in the unsuccessful search for information. Okay, that's what I thought. Um, and uh, we'll presume at least for now that uh, since Maggie has been so so focused on this whole Lambert painting thing that uh, she's got to make up some work for the newspaper because she her production has been totally undermined by completely focusing on this. So mm -hmm. we'll presume that she's staying at the newspaper and working. And then mm -hmm. that way we don't need to worry too much about what she's doing when we're out at the party. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, let's, let's run back and talk to Pearlie. I know he's asleep probably right now, but we'll wake him up and talk to him. Um, so who's going to pay the bill? Everybody aren't, put aren't, in a... Aren't artists uh, pretty wealthy? Are you out of your mind? Look where I'm living. If I was wealthy, I wouldn't live here. No offense. I'll, I love I'll you all. I'll take but... care of it. I'll take care of it. It's on me. 
Hmm. All right. Quite impressed, kid. <laughs> yeah. Business is good. Well, so are all of you going to descend on poor Pearly on Moss together? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, as you know, the, uh, the place where you've been meeting is not that far from <coughs> Gerard's place, the same building where Pearly uh, lives, so you guys can just walk right over there. It's only a couple blocks away. And uh, no surprise, uh, I'm not sure who's going to pound on the door and wake the poor guy up, but... Uh, I'll do it. Is Angelique there, or...? You probably don't see her now. All right, so... Monsieur Purdy, please. Maybe speak. It's going to take a couple of bangs on the door, of course, because, you know, he works jazz musician hours, so... Right, right. <laughs> But uh, yeah, eventually he'll open the door. He's got a <clears throat> bathrobe sort of thrown over some pajamas, and uh, he looks kind of still half asleep and unshaven. And you know, I am so sorry to have woken you, but uh, we have some questions that we need to ask before all of this continues. Sort of looks over your shoulder at all these other people standing out on the door stoop there and he was a kind of a big sigh and opens the door and sort of wearily motions all of you in. <coughs> so pull some chairs up around the table and uh, so Purdy, what we really need to know is why uh, Monsieur, uh, what was his name? Uh, Dice. Monsieur Dice would forgive you such a great debt just to deliver a painting. Okay, rubs his eyes a little bit. <sighs> Truthfully, I... I don't know. It surprised me. I mean, it seems like an awful little thing for as much money as I'm into him for. Well, how much are you into him for? 800. Oof. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. But why wouldn't he? Do you know, do you, have you ever, ever known him to deal in art before? No, oh, he's a gambling man. He doesn't traffic in women, doesn't traffic in drugs, uh, doesn't even run booze as far as I know. So, Monsieur Dice may have won the painting in a, in a, a, in a game of chance. What if he won the game? What if he won the painting from Monsieur Weatherton? Hmm. And that's why Monsieur Weatherton wants it back. Yeah, it could be possible, but I don't know. But why? Yeah. The numbers are just not adding up. Yeah. If Monsieur, if Monsieur Stone won a bet from Monsieur Dice. 
and won the painting, then why didn't he just give him the painting? Why is he sending Pearly? The connection is just not making any sense. Yeah. Uh, all I know is that I was glad to get out from under his thumb until I saw the darn thing. I'm telling you, it's hard sleeping at night after seeing what's in that painting. Did he seem to know what was in the painting, monsieur? No. I mean, he just handed it over to me, but he didn't act like, well, he didn't seem spooked. Not the way I've been spooked, not the way the rest of you, well, I mean, you've seen it, you, you know. <sighs> Would there be any objection to talking to Monsieur Dice? Who's talked to him before? Well, I... He kind of uh, shrugs I mean, his I mean, shoulders. I'm actually talking to the rest of them. Have any of sure, you talked sure. to Mr. Dice? <laughs> I, I try not to get involved with people like Dice. I can help it. But have you already talked to Mr. Dice? I haven't uh, personally sp spoken to him. Uh, I believe um, Diz. Diz and I did, yeah. yeah. Did you ask him perhaps where what this is all about, or? Can we, hang on, just sort of stepping, stepping out of the, uh, out of character for a moment. Um, I believe we took you to meet him. Oh, I was there? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I meant by you were just there. But that was after um, President Diz had talked to him first. Yes. That's right. Okay. That's when and you agreed to do the painting. Right. That's right. You remember you said that he was an idiot for not knowing how, well, how you made things up. And... Maybe then I go talk to him. I could go in. I could say, I am trying to understand more about what you are, you know, what you are looking for. Uh, I can... Uh, he knew nothing about art. Well, if you but if you let if you were to let him know, the painting has not been done. That you've seen the painting, um, without telling him what happened. Just say that the, the painting has certain um, unusual qualities that are going to be very hard to 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 duplicate. Yeah, maybe you can get in from you know that angle. Ask we, him you we, know, how he came across it. Hmm. I'm afraid also, though, that if I say anything like that, he's going to know that Monsieur Purley has not, in fact, delivered the painting. I thought that he, he was un already under the impression that Purley didn't uh, finish the delivery, that you're going to uh, duplicate it before he does. Yes. Oh, okay. All right. Yes, that's that's exactly what we'll do. I'll go there now. I will speak to Monsieur Dice and see if I can find out more information about. Yeah, tell him you, you, we, we, we've got, we've got um, Lambert's paints. We know what kind of brushes he used, even though they weren't in a usable state. Um, try try and prod him a bit about the uh, about whether he's 
whether he's seen the painting move. All right. We. Oui. So I will go and do that now. Right. <laughs> the rest of you are going to hang out at Pearly's for the time being or let him go back to bed? Um, I guess we can let him go back to bed. I mean, he's not yeah. gonna, doesn't have any other information for us. So. All right. Maybe does Pearly know if Mr. Stone already paid for the painting? No, he doesn't. So he wasn't supposed to, like, uh, when he drops the painting off, he wasn't supposed to get payment or anything like that? No. Okay, just deliver it, that's all. Okay. All right, well, um, you, the rest of you can uh, repair to uh, either the coffee shop or back to... Um, party or yeah get ready for the party get yeah. ready for the party um, at least for the for the moment um, it's not gonna be too hard for uh, Gerard to go back and track down Danny since you kind of know where his place is since you've been there and uh, can hang out a bit to uh, you know, wait until he's available okay um, I don't really know you from anybody else, so you're not going to get kind of the priority treatment. But, well, uh, I'm going to, you know, be a little, if, how dare you, sir? I am an artiste. I am working for Monsieur Dice, you know. <laughs> I'll, I'll embarrass them into letting me. <laughs> get, all, get all uppity. Get all in his grill. <laughs> you are hindering an artist. What the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> well, heads will definitely turn. If you make enough noise, they'll definitely just shove you into his office to keep okay. you from disturbing yeah, other that. people. I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> About time, monsieur. All right, but, so... Uh, yeah, you'll find him back in that little office where you guys met with him before. Oof. Take your hands off me, monsieur. <laughs> All right. Uh, monsieur Dice. How are ah, you today? Kind of looks at you a little blankly for a couple of moments. Uh, 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 oh, Gerard, yeah, yeah, Gerard yeah, yeah. The, the painter fellow. Yes, um, yes. Where's, uh, where's your, uh, your fellows? Your, uh, where's your oh, crew? I have no idea. Yeah, I am. I am creating oh. a masterpiece for you. All right. Well, um, how soon is it going to be ready? Uh, who can say? Very soon, though. I just need to ask some questions because, well, to be frank, there are some very strange things about that painting, you know. Have you seen it? Have you looked at it? Yeah, I looked at it. Did you see anything unusual now? Because I've seen there are some strange properties in the paint that is very strange. No. Looks like a naked girl. Mm. Because it's almost as if she could move. It's very, very amazing, this technique. Where did you get such a painting? Came from my brother-in-law. From your brother-in-law? Mm-hmm. Who is your brother-in-law? Is he an art dealer? An no, art... no, no, no. He's a landlord. 
He's a landlord. Ah. Oh, so he got it from Monsieur Jeremy Lambert's room. Yes. Well, yeah, the artist skipped town without paying his rent. So my brother's looking to sell what he can find to, to make it ah, up. Ah, of course, of course. I already knew that. I don't know why I forgot about it entirely. But, uh, and we, ha we have obtained uh, the materials used by Monsieur Lambert. Oh, good. Um, That'll make it even more authentic. Yes, in indeed. Um, if I may ask, I am familiar with Monsieur Purley. Um, One of my best customers. He's, uh, <laughs> he's, he's told me that you have asked him to deliver the painting to Monsieur Stone, mm -hmm. and you have forgiven him a great deal of money. Is there some reason why you wouldn't just have delivered it yourself? Well, Pearlie's got some loose lips. Uh, he's a very close friend. Hmm. It doesn't That's... really matter. I'm just curious. I'm not entirely sure I'm comfortable with him talking about my business. I am afraid he is quite disturbed by the painting himself. Hmm. Well, if I knew he was going to be unreliable, if I knew he was going to be, I don't know, drinking on the job or whatever it is that's having him see pink elephants, uh, maybe I would have found another messenger. Well, I am in possession of the painting. I can certainly deliver it for you afterwards, after we finish copying it. Uh, but that still leaves Pearly in a bucket of trouble now, doesn't it? Well, is it important? As long as Monsieur Stone, I assume Monsieur Stone paid for the painting, yes? Mm. Kind of lets that hang in the air. I understand it's not always entirely about the money. Oh, I understand, Monsieur. You are a man who takes a chance and uh, probably wins more than he loses. Yeah. Pearlie and I have a little bit of history and, uh, well, sometimes you need to send a message and send a lesson. I see. Well, that's not, I guess it's not really my business. This is not important. Uh, I was just wondering uh, well, I suppose you've answered my question where where you got it from and and uh, uh, and and w we know it's pro pro prominent prominence provenance pro the hell's the word? Um, she looks at you blankly. <laughs> we know where it came from. <laughs> provenance. We we know where it came. Provenance. There you go. A French word. I should know. <laughs> Danny Dice not being particular in an educated sort. <laughs> he says, well, um, I just thought that I'd find out if, and, and you have no no other connection whatsoever to this. Okay. Um, what then do you want me to do with the painting after I finished copying it? Well... Ideally, I'd like Pearlie to take it to Mr. Stone, like we agreed. All right. It's, a, it's your man of uh, your word, and you want him to uh, 
to keep his word. I understand. Um, but that's, that's another problem. Good. All right. Thank you very much. And, I am um, so sorry to have barged in on you during the day. And you're going to have that painting for me, what, uh, end of the week? Yes, but here's the problem, monsieur. Is the painting won't be dry. You put it under a fan or something, right? No, that doesn't always work. Sometimes it causes the paint to crack. It's oil paints, you see. Mm. Um, uh, maybe you can just use a really thin coat? I'll do what I can. I'll do what All I right. can. All right. Money uh, to be made. Money right, to be monsieur. made. So sorry to bother you. Thank you very much. Have a nice day. So I go back. All right. I'm like, shit, I'm kind of thinking that I was going to get Pearly in trouble. <laughs> so I go back and I'm like, well, I think the questions we wanted to ask, we'd already had the answer to. Uh, I think that uh, uh, he didn't really answer the question of whether Monsieur Stone had paid for it. I am wondering if Mr. Stone maybe has some sort of control over Monsieur Dice. He also said that Pearlie and him have a history together, that he wanted to send a message. Does any of that make any sense to any of you? I, you keep talking, but I can't hear a word you're saying. You're all muted. <laughs> It sounds a bit ominous to me. I mean, it sounds, it sounds it sounds like he knows that that sending Pearly in with the painting is is going to end very badly for Pearly or whoever what delivers if, it. What if Monsieur Stone wants Pearly, and that the painting is secondary? What would he want with with Pearly? Why would he forgive Pearlie? Why would he give forgive Pearlie such a debt of money unless Monsieur Pearlie is the currency? Do you know what I mean? The painting. Y'all never thought about what if what if Mr. Das owed Mr. Stone something? What if he's paying off a debt to Stone by delivering Pearly or the painting? Well, then that's possible. Why wouldn't he say something like to the effect of, well, I'm just paying an old debt to Mr. Stone. Instead, he became very evasive. Hmm. And why then would he let Pearly off such a debt? He doesn't want the money back from Pearlie, which means he doesn't expect Pearlie to survive. What did he, exactly what did, did he say? Did he say, and you know, I guess you, you tell us pretty much the entire conversation. I tell you the entire conversation. All right, so he said something about Something about his debt. It's not all about money. It's about. It's not all about money. Hmm. I don't like this. And uh, there were some things about, you know, I felt like he was talking about honor, but. Uh, 
He's a man that's a gambler. I don't think he's got much honor. No, no, he doesn't have any honor. That guys like that. No, I, and, and I say no offense to you know uh, the work, you know, working class people. If but, uh, if Monsieur Stone had something on Monsieur Dice, and Monsieur Stone has some very esoteric tastes in things and he's a violent man as you say and he wanted what if Monsieur Stone and Monsieur Purley have a history what if Monsieur Purley did something that has angered Monsieur Stone and he so just wants to talk, get his hands should we on go him? back we go back and talk to uh Purley again I don't think Monsieur Purley would know well I mean if he had some sort of history with stone but but why is pearly is pearly afraid to take it does that seem like to to the rest of you does that seem odd i certainly get the feeling that that danny dice is afraid to take it hmm. Hmm. i'm and not so sure when when we discussed the the contents of the painting it sounded like he either hadn't seen it didn't want to see it or knew that he shouldn't see it. Well, but here's the thing. If, if Mr. Dice is afraid of Mr. Stone, then why not just get a $5 delivery boy to take the painting? Why forgive Pearlie this huge amount of money? If he is a $5 delivery boy, what am I talking about? 50 cent delivery boy. Um, Five dollars would be like a month's wages for a delivery yeah. boy. Uh, why not just? Unless Pearlie was part of the deal. Mister Stone wants Mister Pearlie for some strange reason. Hmm. He wants. Well, you know what? It's it. We can. I mean, we can verify that uh, later on today. Or tonight at the party we'll see if, yes you know um if he has a collection of jazz musicians all sealed up in magical paintings on the wall somewhere mm. then we'll know he's well, a witch <laughs> maybe you know i you suggested earlier that maybe we should bring pearly with us yeah now uh, i'm not thinking that's a good idea at all actually i was thinking i was <laughs> Actually, on board with that to see if there was, um, if, if your your theory is, is uh, correct. But but what if my theory is correct and Monsieur Stone just pulls a gun and shoots Pearlie? Well, that doesn't, you know, why why go through this elaborate ruse just to pull out a gun and shoot Pearlie? I don't think that he would go through all this trouble just to simply pull out a gun. I don't know. I could make up a strange story as, uh, oh, someday uh, in the past, Pearlie accidentally caused the death of Monsieur Stone's wife, and Monsieur Stone has been waiting for his opportunity to kill Monsieur Pearlie, and uh, just needs to have him come to his front door. This is ridiculous. I'm sorry. That's a silly idea. Silly idea. Too many of those pulp novels. Oh, alas, monsieur, I do. <laughs> but what? it seems it seems well, irrefutable so that he wants Monsieur Purdy there. 
Hmm. Well, does the question is, does he know that Pearlie is uh, a jazz musician? If that's the case, then... Everybody knows, monsieur. He's famous in the city. Well, perhaps then um, Frankie and I could say, oh, yeah, uh, he Pearlie should be here uh, shortly. Or something like that. And Pearlie's not showing up. We know that. But, like, see if if he's actually asking about Pearlie Mm. by name. Well, we are running out of time. But Stone didn't ask for Pearlie to deliver the painting, right? That was that was Danny Dice's idea, right? But, but it was Danny assuming... Dice who forgave him eight hundred dollars in debt to do it. That's a lot. That's a lot of dough. Oh, it's a lot of dough, but I still think it has more to do with Pearly and Dice's relationship than Stone. But yeah, I also think that we're kind of spinning our wheels here. Yeah, well, we we, we yeah we've got to get a, a move on. Um, we'll, we'll know more tonight. Yeah. Oh yeah. So what's, well, what's the game plan? I'm going to have to go get ready right now because we're running out of time. And my cigarette has not gotten any shorter. <laughs> uh, Frankie. What do you want to do? I mean, we're going to... I guess we should be the last ones to show up. We're musicians. We don't show up on time. Yeah, that makes sense to me. I still don't know. Perhaps we do actually get there early, but like early in the neighborhood and just sort of uh, case it, case the joint. See who comes in, goes out, that sort of thing. Yeah, that's a good idea. Kind of get a sense for the clientele going in. Are they all high society people or are they all uh, a little on the shady side? Yeah. Do we do we actually have a photo of um, uh, Lambert, or do we know what he looks like? Hmm, that's a good question. You guys were in his apartment. I don't know if you found anything like that. Didn't see anything like that. Hmm. Um, hmm. But I mean, I'm I'm sort of looking at your art. I mean, you're the artist. Uh, would you kind of know what these guys would look like? I like never him. even heard of Monsieur Lambert until before, the other day. I've barely heard of Monsieur Pickman, but okay. was hmm, I'm wondering if they they were famous. Well, at least Pickman, he was famous enough to get a photograph in the paper or something. Oh, Lambert? I doubt it. Well, not Lambert, but uh, Pickman. And if Pickman, then. <clears throat> From what I understand, Mr. Pickman was an extremely private man. Mm. Uh, nobody was even quite sure where his studio was. And he dealt, he dealt, did most of his dealings through a second party. Okay. Yeah, now that I think about it, I, I think we got a description of Lambert from Lydia. I mean, so, we don't have a picture per se to, to compare it one-to-one, uh, one, but we might be able to pick them out of the crowd. Okay. All right, well, I'll, I'll definitely try to keep an eye out for something like that or for someone who gets that, that bill. 
So I'm going to leave and go clean up. I'm going to wear silk. Silk dressing robes, silk Kima underwear. Kimono and uh, something that I can just flamboyantly drop to the floor. <laughs> well, before be, be, before you go, I, I, I will say, um, I'll ask you, since you seem to be familiar with, with um, events like this, where, where does, I mean, I know it's clothing optional, but where do we show up in? Like, what sort of, uh, I guess, I mean, if we have a little bit of time, I would see if we can go a bit, uh, like, like clothes shopping or something like that. We can point out something that might fit in with, with this crowd. Well, you are, Monsieur, a musician. You wear what you wear as a musician. That would be yeah. acceptable. Um, okay. Could I have uh, five minutes with uh, with Johnny? Please, by myself, by ourselves. Uh -oh. Just for a moment. Okay. Yeah, you can all take off your earphones for just a second. Keep I take Johnny in the other room. Keep your pants on, Johnny. Hey. Johnny and I are old friends. So we walk into the other room, and I say, oh, Johnny, um, I have an invitation. Uh, I am somewhat familiar with Mr. Stone, though uh, uh, I, I have an invitation. I was given an invitation. Um, if I get to the party, I will simply tell them that I have two musician friends who will be showing up in a while. It gives you mirror names, and you should be able to have no problem whatsoever coming in. All right. Sounds good. Thank you. But uh, I just wanted to say it privately. I don't want them to realize, you know, that I I know a little bit more than, about Mr. Stone than... Uh, I'll, I'll, keep it, I'll keep it quiet. All right. That's it. All right, you can come back. <laughs> All right, well, um, at least for the next couple of hours, yeah. you folks can go your separate ways and get spiffed up and uh, decide what other uh, items you're going to bring with you. Uh, you know, of course, the musicians are going to bring their uh, instruments. Um, I don't know if I don't know if Prez or um, the rest of you are bringing anything specific that uh, that needs to be noted. I'm sure that uh, the kid's going to bring a small and discreet camera. Yes, or at least as small and discreet as you can get in this time period. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I actually researched it. There's small, like little spy cameras you can get. And I do own a tux, so. No, oh, excellent. Um, it, it sounds like the party's already started somewhere. <laughs> yeah, but it's never a proper party until someone brings the xylophone. Yeah. <laughs> that was Steve's phone, unfortunately. <laughs> um, is anyone bringing any sort of uh, weapons with them? Hmm. Or, you know, anything out of the ordinary that I should know about? Well, I, um, even a weapon, so. I think I think um, 
Turning up with a gun might be a bit rude, but I've I've got I've got a sap. Okay. Cough. Um brass I know, I, I, I tend to carry a um like some brass knuckles or something like that, just in case we get into a little scuffle. Um, but I don't know about you, uh Frankie, if you, you want to bring Yeah, bring I I usually have a small thirty eight tucked in my back waist pocket or my, my waistbelt. Yeah. I would bring a gun, but I'd have no place to put it. <laughs> but everyone will be surprised to see you. <laughs> if anybody needs a ride, too, I'll offer to pick anybody up who needs to get there. And as I understand it, uh, Prez, you're bringing a photograph of the landscape or a photograph of the Cassandra picture with it's you? It's a, a photograph of the landscape. Okay. Just wanted to be absolutely clear which, which one you were bringing along. Yep. Right. And as I... Uh, now, who ended up... Who actually has possession of the landscape painting? Who has that? That's a very good question. Yeah, I know you guys, uh, you took it from all, the studio. Yeah, we all took, pretty much took it around the same time, but I mean, we were all there. <laughs> I don't think anybody said specifically who, who has it, but I mean, present, if you want it. Um, Since I'm supposed to be making copies. Yeah. Do I have yeah. it? Why not? Just make sure it's tucked away. Safe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Put it. Put it under that. Um. That loose floorboard with your collection of um. um gentlemen's art pamphlets. Esoterica. Oh, you, know you know about that. Okay. That makes me happy. You know. You've never said anything. Um. <laughs> I did not know you cared. Is that why you spend so much time in my room? And uh, Frankie still has the um, the Cassandra painting. Okay. Uh, I need to pay, copy okay. that one too. Yeah. So, uh, did we? Did I leave it at your place, Frankie, or did I bring it back to mine? I thought. Well, one of us has it. Yeah, I just yeah. want to make sure we know where it is. Actually, actually, I'll have it because I don't want. Um, I don't want your wife coming across that. You know, your wife might just be a little too upset. And have the, uh, but perhaps. Perhaps they should both end up with me so that uh, I can at least attempt to copy them in the next couple of days. Well, the, the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. If, if um, somebody knows that you're, you're painting and they actually want them, as a matter of fact, if this, this competitor wants that painting and has overheard that you're copy it. He might have sent somebody over to your place to... I don't know how it. he would even know where I live. Well, who knows? I mean, you might, you might have been followed without your knowledge. Who knows? What no, I'm saying here is anything. like having having, having uh, the Cassandra painting um, into, you know, and the landscape painting in two separate areas uh, or two different places would probably be a, a bit wiser. Just in case. Okay. I'm going to have to have them both at some point if I'm going oh, to. Yeah, yeah. Them. yeah, but I mean, as far as like right now, I'm just saying you can. Well, that's fine. They're hidden. Yeah. Good tomorrow. All right. 
What time is the party? Uh, it is supposed to start at 8 o'clock, but as you know, uh, the way these things go, it's probably not going to get really rocking and rolling for a couple of hours. Right. But... I'm going to show up at 9. Yeah, that's about right. And I guess um, Frankie and I would drop you off at like around nine. Frankie and I can sort of uh, scout the neighborhood, scout the place, uh, find a place where we can park and look in on the uh, the people coming in. Okay. See who, you know, and see if we can recognize just by the description if uh, Lambert is showing up. He may not, but. Johnny, did you want to? Do you think we should bring the painting with us just in case? Like, keep it in the car, no. stash it. No. no? Okay. No, I mean, if you know, I, I you know, it may sound crazy what uh, what uh, Gerard is saying about magic and Cassandra being actually trapped in a painting, but you know, a lot of weird things have been going on lately, so. I don't know. I, I would rather it be kept at a safe place than bringing it closer to danger. Okay. You know. So once once I'm I'm in, I I also tell them that I've got uh, I've got some musician friends that will be showing up in a while. All right. So. Uh... The musicians and uh, the kid, I think, are going together. Correct. I'm gonna I'm gonna see what time Prez is gonna pick me up since I'm the photographer of records. So, right, I'll go with him. Okay. Well, Maggie's gonna be out in the car. Yes. No, she's working now. Yeah. Remember, she got behind on some of her columns or her reporting, so she's not gonna be there at all. All right, well, we will assume then that uh, Prez and the kid and uh, Diz are going to come together, but before you get to um, Stone's place, you'll let Diz out so he can climb a wall in the back and poke around in the, the outlying areas without any too much suspicion. Mm -hmm. And um, Johnny and Frankie are gonna hang back until their arrival time and kind of scope out the cars and the other guests that are arriving. Uh, Prez, are you and the kid going to do the same for a little bit before you arrive, or are you just going to show up at whatever time you decide to get there? Um, I, I was planning on showing up on my own. Oh, okay. So without the no, kid in, just, yeah, in tow? Yeah, not, okay, not, so. not, not connected with anyone else. Okay. You guys can park someplace else and arrive on foot separately then? Yeah, around, around the corner and just, okay. just sort of yep. nonchalantly walk in. Okay. Uh, do you have a arrival time that you want to get there by? Uh, what's the time on the invitation? Uh, it's the door is open at eight o'clock. We'll turn up at about eight thirty. Okay. And uh, what about you, Mr. Newsom? Um, eight thirty is fine by me too. Okay, so kind of straggle along in uh, yeah. in yeah. Prez's wake. Mm-hmm. 
Alrighty. Stay downwind from him. <laughs> well, um, for those who get there uh, early-ish, which uh, I'm going to assume are uh, Frankie and Johnny, since they kind of want to scout out and take a look at some of the cars coming through. Uh, most of the vehicles coming up to this place, um, it's, as you heard from the earlier description, it's set back from the road. It has uh, a long gravel driveway that goes up to the house. Um, and most of the cars you'll see are long, heavy sedans. Uh, some of them you can tell are being driven by a chauffeur. Uh, several of them have smoke glass windows, so you can't really see in, but they all look very, very expensive. Uh, you do not see anyone arriving on foot while you're you know, scoping out the, uh, the entry here. Um, and you do not see anything like a car with a rumble seat or a, you know, a little two-door runabout or anything like that. These are all luxury cars, and many of them are clearly imported Bugattis and imported from Europe as opposed to you know, a, a Chrysler or a Cadillac or something like that. Man, Johnny, we are out of our league here. We are. Hope these folks like jazz. Yeah. <laughs> if anybody requests uh, Beethoven or Mozart, we're in trouble. I mean, we're not a full on myself anyway. Right. And uh, when you arrive, Prez, you will be greeted by your host, who at least at the front door has a. Uh, long black silk dressing robe thrown over him, but uh, you can certainly tell by lack of shirt collar and lack of trousers at the bottom of the robe that he's probably wearing nothing underneath it. And uh, he is delighted to see you. He throws his arms around your neck and gives you a, a big hug and laces his arm through yours and walks you into the house where there are a lot of other people milling about. No one seems to have uh, shucked off their clothing, at least not yet. But uh, the uh, party goers are clearly in uh, various stages of uh, drapery and uh, semi-undress as far as that goes. Uh, ladies in somewhat transparent negligees and uh, menfolk dressed in uh, robes of silk and satin and smoking jackets of velvet and that sort of thing. Um, you don't hear any music playing. There doesn't appear to be a band, at least not yet. And as large as the house is, it does not seem overly crowded. But uh, certainly there's uh, drinks and a bar with a uh, natty bartender in a white uh, jacket and a bow tie, probably hired for the, for the evening. And uh, he'll steer you over to the bar and make sure that you get a drink in your hand and uh, ask you where uh, where Maggie is, because he was looking forward to seeing her. Oh, I'm afraid, Miss... Um, I've, sorry, I've completely forgotten Maggie's surname. Townsend. Townsend. I'm, I'm afraid uh, Miss Townsend has been um, uh, sidetracked by uh, some of her commercial commitments. Oh, well, that's a yeah, shame. Most, most unfortunate. But um, there, there is... Um, there is another matter that I, I need to discuss with you. Um, interestedly. Well, you may uh, remember we, we intimated that uh, 
or I intimated that I might be able to get hold of a, a certain painting for you. Yes, indeedy. The, uh, the, the, the Lambert. He sort of looks around and then motions you over towards a corner of the room that doesn't have too many people standing around. Well, it appears there's been some uh, confusion. Um, I'm having difficulty laying my hands on, on the painting that I'd mentioned previously. Mm. Well, however, I'm not surprised. However, um, I have been able to track down another Lambert. Really? Interested. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Um, have you seen I, it? Do you know anything I, about it? I have seen it. Um, it's uh, it's a very strange and unusual painting, to say oh, the yes, least. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and I uh, I brought along a, a photograph of it. Can you verify that it has the unique style of Mr. Lambert? Oh yes. Yes, I can. <laughs> he's he's practically vibrating in place. <laughs> I'm going to, to reach into my um into my pocket and uh, produce a photograph. He he practically snatches it out of your hand and peers at it and turns a little to get better light and looks at it and turns it this way and that and well, it looks like something he would do. You say you know where this is, that you can get it. I'm, I'm in contact with the, the, the current owner, and uh, they're, they're willing to sell, um, subject to a, a, a suitably generous offer. Can I keep this? Photograph? Please do. <laughs> Tucks it away in his pocket. Do you think they have any idea of um, how sought after this painting is? Oh, I think they do, yes. Uh, yes. Well, that's I, uh, troublesome. Well, perhaps, you know, they, they know that they have an unusual piece of work. I'm not sure necessarily how much they appreciate that it's it's collectible. They certainly realize that it's a unique and unusual item. Mm. Of course, I will have to rearrange some of those other paintings upstairs. This one's a different size. Though, frankly, um, I think this one would be a little more um, of interest to me than the other one. Yes, it's a, it's a rather intense piece. Do you, um, do you have a lead on the other one? Um, I mean, Maggie seemed to indicate. Well, that, I, so. I, I, I know where it's been. All right. All right. Well, there are, it's, it's, I don't know, it's rumored that there are um, other collectors. Oh, yes. <laughs> A few. So, uh, yes. So it's, um, 
whether it's still available or whether it's been um, collected is, uh, is entirely in the wind. But um, do you have a feel for what uh, what price they're looking for for this thing? It's hard to say. I mean, perhaps if I can go back to them with an offer. Well, I don't want to insult them by offering too little, but I don't necessarily want to drive the price up um, more than what's fair, you understand. Of course, yes. And I would expect that you will want some sort of um, commission for your uh, negotiation in this. The, 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 the standard 10%. Well, let's... Um, Let's start with seven fifty and see if they bite at that. And maybe maybe you can get an idea of um, how much higher we might have to go once you talk to your principals. Yes, yes. Yes, I'll um, well I'll negotiate with them on the morrow. Excellent. Excellent. Throws an arm around your shoulder and gives you a kiss on the cheek. I knew we were going to be the best of friends. I'm sorry. I hope this is the beginning of a very profitable uh, friendship. Well, you are going to stay for the rest of the party, right? Oh, of course. Yes. Oh, good, 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 good. Well, um, let me go attend to some of my other guests and um, we'll see. Maybe... Um, Maybe there's some other business we can uh, conduct between the two of us if this goes well. Excellent. Yes, I look forward to that. And uh, he will leave you over in the corner and go scurrying off to make small talk and make sure people have their drinks refilled and generally play the host. But I'll, there I'll is go just this. And, and, and um, celebratory uh, aviation. Yeah. Uh, there is just this kind of energy coming off of him. He's like a little kid who can't quite keep a secret. <laughs> He's not telling anybody about this, but it's clear that something's kind of got him wired up a bit. Yeah, I, I think I'll just, um, I'm going to spend a while just um, sipping my drink and, and just generally sort of um, getting the feel of the place okay. where possible, indulging in small talk. Trying to acquaint myself with as many people as I possibly can. Sure. It's my understanding that there's probably a fair few decent marks in this place. Very likely. Very likely. All righty. Uh, Gerard can make his lovely grand entrance. And of uh, course... Uh, I show up at the front door. Of course, you, uh, Mr. Newsom, you are sort of... I'm assuming mingling around and being fairly unobtrusive and taking notes or watching people. Yeah, just seeing, just looking. Okay. Um, nobody seems to be guarding the door as far as keeping people out or asking you, do you belong here or anything like that? So you have kind of the run of the place as far as that goes, as long as you don't draw a lot of attention to yourself or, uh, or anything like that. All right, so when I arrive, um, at, I, I assume then everybody's just walking in. Yeah, pretty much. They don't have a bouncer at the door or anything like that. Um, I walk in, 
and I immediately go over to Monsieur Stone, and I say, oh. "Bonsoir, bonsoir, Philippe," and I give him <sighs> a kiss on the cheek. Darling, darling, darling! I didn't think you were going to come, and he throws his arms around you. I have so many people I need to introduce you to. You are my new protege. Ah, uh, you are still robed, though. I thought this was a clothing mm -hmm. optional part. It will be. It will be. Give you a little wink. As well. Put in, grab you by the hand, and uh, it's not like you haven't already seen the merchandise. <laughs> Well, we don't want to um, spoil the uh, unveiling too soon now. Such of a surprise party, yes. <laughs> it will be. <laughs> any, anything new? Have you collected any new pieces? Well, um, kind of looks around. Uh, I may have something in the wind. Hmm. Kind of nods over to where Prez is chatting up a, a couple of fellows. Oh. Nothing That's certain a, yet. But, nothing uh, certain yet. Yeah, nothing certain. Well, <laughs> I, I, I wish you the best of luck. Um, my goodness, there are already a lot of people here. I thought I was big, coming too early. Oh, oh no, no, no. We, uh, we have a bartender. We've got uh, some lovely food coming out in just a bit. Um, we may go up to the gallery and uh, admire some of the uh, the art, though. Frankly, there's nothing new there yet to see. I I hope that I am not presumptuous, perhaps a little presumptuous, but I have a couple of friends who are jazz musicians. They're simply <sighs> phenomenal, and I I I thought it would be okay if I told them to come by. Are they willing to uh, to play? To perform, I'm, I'm sure that was what they'd like. Oh, yes, yes, they're, yes, they're yes. Also, they're also, I made them aware of the conditions of the parties. So. Oh, good. So you can trust them to be discreet? I believe so. There are some important city people here tonight. Uh, I actually expect uh, at least a councilman and his wife. So, uh, mm. you know, it would not do for this information to uh, to get out. Uh, we don't no, want. No, but to. it will tell me who I can vote for next time. <laughs> <laughs> well, there won't be any secrets left to be hidden. Who likes secrets anyway? So he will uh, take you by the hand and uh, introduce you around to some people who um, you probably don't know personally, but uh, are definitely, you know, um, factory owners and a uh, politician or two. And, uh, and uh, he is definitely going to be sort of hanging all over you and making sure everyone knows that you're his latest find, his latest protege. and. Uh, you know, he'll sort of uh, throw some of the hosting duties a little bit off onto your shoulders as far as that goes. He just sort of openly embraces you and uh, makes sure we, that uh, ev everyone knows who you are. <laughs> should we have uh, Prez and uh, <laughs> the others do spot hiddens to notice? Wait a second. Absolutely. <laughs> to know, notice that... I seem to already know the guy. You seem to be pretty familiar with him, or at least he's very familiar with you. <laughs> and you're not minding a bit. 
<laughs> Once in a while, he'd give uh, Gerard a little pat on the behind and... Uh, So uh, Frankie and Johnny, you guys are gonna make your entrance. What about a half hour after uh, after Gerard? Uh, yeah, um, I had a quick question. Sure. Um, so we're 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 out here and we're waiting for. Sorry. Now he's invisible. <laughs> <laughs> he's out on the porch. I'm just making some coffee. Um, we were all right. So we didn't see. Um, anybody that resembled Lambert, but uh, we had gotten a good look at the the one gentleman who was at, uh, who was bothering Hurley. Uh, um, Hurley, yes, uh, for the painting. Do we see yes. him? Uh, you've seen several cars that look similar to the one that he was driving, mm -hmm, but we didn't see anybody. But you haven't out. actually seen you know that specific person. Okay. Of course, yeah. you know, it is dark, and uh, unless you guys are going to shine flashlights into the windows of the passing cars, okay. you may not be able to see a lot of the passengers inside in any case. Okay. All right. So all right, I was just wondering. Um, so, yeah, we're, we'll, uh, we'll be fashionably late, okay. and uh, we'll show up. Um, I will, of course, I'm bringing my, my, uh, my trumpet, uh, you oh. know, my, my, my music. Excellent. Uh, my instrument. And uh, what do you, I mean, uh, and this is sort of out of, uh, I guess, out of character, but uh, yeah, Frankie, what do you play? Saxophone. Hmm? Saxophone. Oh, yeah. Hmm, two horns. Well, a horn, and I think that, that's considered a woodwind instrument. Um, you know how to play anything else? Not really. Piano. Hmm. Or you play piano. piano, right? I could play the piano. I mean, I'm skilled with the piano as well as uh, the trumpet. Okay, well, we'll see what they, they want. I mean... Yeah, I think with two horns we could do something a little snappy or maybe yeah. even just a little bit slow, a little sultry maybe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. we could probably yeah. pull something off with two horns. Could I suggest yeah. that uh, Frankie, based on what I told you in private, that maybe you got a couple of other guys to come with you. Sure. Uh, sure, if that helps. Yeah. I mean, if that helps. Yeah. We can tend to give it to, to fill it out. We, you know, just a yeah. horn and a saxophone won't really do, but like to fill it out a bit. Yeah. Probably just need a an upright bass and maybe someone on a snare drum. Yeah. Or you know maybe a, you know. Yeah. Sure. That, that sounds sounds just about right. One presumes you're going to uh, clue them in on uh, the clothing optional part. Okay. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> that I might mean, make a difference if, if you get well, there and they're a little like, surprised. Yeah. I mean, the guys that we usually play with. Yeah. You know, we'll just say it's just a party like they've probably not been to. Um, yeah. And so I'll just, say, uh, you know, have fun. Yeah. And I'll say, I'll, I'll just. Um, Say whatever you see here, you know. Let's just try to keep it to yourself. You don't want it. You don't want his wife. And I'll point to. Frankie, you don't want his wife knowing about where he spends his uh, his evenings. I guess the other guys will kind of like chuckle. They understand the joke. <laughs> All right. So you and your uh, your two cronies will uh, 
show up. Um, probably send Gerard to the front door since uh, Philip Stone's sort of given him some of the host duties to, to take over for him. Ah, uh, you must be the musicians. Wink, wink. <laughs> yes, yes. He says, I, I believe the clothing isn't going to come off until later, but. Okay. They know you're here. They we need to set up? Yeah. Um, yes, I think you're going to set up over there. Okay. All right. So, yeah, we'll come in and we'll start setting up. Um, as we're setting up, I will, you know, um, take a, a look at the place and uh, see if there's anything sort of out of place. Maybe um, instead of setting directly up in front of the guest, maybe we go to a side room if it's possible. Sure. And, uh, you know, so, you know, take out our instruments and, you know. Well, it's clear that uh, this fellow's got a lot of money. Uh, the furniture is not terribly modern, but it's high quality. It's maybe five or six years out of date. Lots of uh, nice thick carpets, oriental carpets. Um, all of the artwork that's down here seems fairly mundane. There's nothing strange or unusual yeah, or weird about yeah, it. Because that's, that's exactly what I was like looking for. I'm seeing it there. Yes, some of this more weird art. I mean, it's weird in the sense that it's very modernistic and abstract. Okay. As opposed to pictorial, you know, okay. no landscapes, but canvases with big splotches of random colors and things like that on them. I'll, I'll look to Frankie and I'll say, actually call this art. That's what some people are into. It looks like, uh, you know, my kid brother would have uh, threw up one on the piece of canvas and smeared it around. I say it not not so loud. Yeah, like, kind of like the hell. You'll be stunned. Uh, yeah, I'll say maybe we're in the wrong business. Maybe we should just pretend to be artists or something. All about who you and, know. And then I'll say now that that would, might uh, that might upset Gerard a bit. Might be a little insulted if we start doing something like that and i'm going to lean in close to you and say gerard seems to have really made himself a home here i wasn't expecting that i will like i guess look around a bit and i'll say well maybe it's just playing a part okay well. key of g all right, and so, you know, um, I guess we'll come out and um, we have, I guess we have a setup where we come out and we like sort of introduce our band and everything like that. And then mm -hmm. um, we'll start up, uh, you know, let's liven up, up the place. I mean, and we'll just play some, some lively tunes of it. Hey. People in the mood to, uh, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, that will certainly get the crowd's attention. Uh, you get the impression that they don't normally have musical entertainment at parties like this. So a lot of people will come sort of crowding into the room to, to listen and uh, probably not much dancing, but uh, okay. you know, certainly an attentive and appreciative audience. And uh, that will definitely empty out some of the other rooms because the music's going to attract a lot of a lot of folks. So 
um, for uh, for you, Mr. Newsom, it'll give you an opportunity to maybe poke into a few places that have had people into in them that uh, you haven't had access to, and. Uh, you know, for you, Gerard, it'll probably leave you a little at loose ends because Mr. Stone is going to go and at least listen for a while and make sure that these uh, these people are up to snuff, up to the quality that he's expecting for his entertainment. So I'll give you guys a little bit of an opportunity to, to poke around in some areas that are not quite as crowded as far as that goes. You're welcome. As he's been introducing me around, have I met Mr. Weatherton? You have not seen Mr. Weatherton. Okay. Interesting. So now Stone has left, and I'm I'm wandering around just making acquaintances with people. Yeah, and you know, as I said, most most everyone's going to sort of flock around where the music is. So uh, there are a couple people mo hanging out at the bar, but. Uh, the, at least in this area, the downstairs area, um, you've got a little more freedom of movement than you had when before the musicians arrived. Any other rich, hot-looking men? <laughs> uh, probably. <laughs> it depends on what your type is, of course. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm not going to pay any attention to them. Good for you. Probably a wise choice. So, uh, What about you, kid? Are you going to hair off into the depths of the house how easy is it to get upstairs i mean oh. are people milling about is it just focused you on haven't the seen a lot of, you haven't seen a lot of people going up and down the stairs there's been one or two but it doesn't seem to be particularly off limits they don't have anyone you know watching the stairs mm -hmm. or a bouncer or anything like that i'll just you know take my drink and pretend i'm looking for the bathroom or something like that and i'll i'll head upstairs okay uh, there's a nice long hall with lots of closed doors up here. Uh, you'll see some more of that abstract artwork hanging on the walls. You know, someone will probably pass you going down the hall, going downstairs. Sounds? Um, aside from sort of the muffled music filtering up, you don't hear, I mean, you can kind of surreptitiously stick an ear to a couple of doors and they don't mm -hmm. the rooms don't appear to be occupied or at least not yet anyway not yet. Mm -hmm. mm, well i'm not really i don't really have an agenda here i'm afraid so i'm you know i'm just curious and okay. i'm just taking special note to see if i recognize anyone maybe you know future clients past <laughs> clients People, uh, you, with indi people with indiscretions. Yeah, if you've been doing a lot of that, if that's the mainstay of your photography, you'll probably certainly recognize a, a face or two will be vaguely familiar to you. Uh -huh. But uh, the last time you saw them was probably not when they were upright walking around. Exactly. <laughs> um, are you going to uh, poke into any of the rooms off the hallway? Sure, I'll, I'll be, you know. Curiosity may kill the cat or kill the kid, but you know, sure, I'll okay. I'll just, just kind of look into one. Okay. Um, looks like to be a guest bedroom mm -hmm. of some sort. Uh, definitely does not have that feel that it's the master bedroom suite. So not a lot of you know, no personal sort of photographs or objects or anything like mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. sitting around. 
it's a bedroom. You know? <laughs> You've seen lots of those. Yeah. So I'll just I'll just close the door and just you know keep being nosy. I'll walk down the hall and just jiggle doorknobs right. and see what happens. Yeah, you'll find you know most of the rooms are pretty much what you expect them to be. They'll be a, a bathroom, a guest bathroom. Um, most of them are bedrooms. A couple of them have dust sheets over the furniture. Doesn't look like mm -hmm. they're used. You will certainly find uh, Flip Stone's master bedroom suite, which is a big room with an imposing four-poster bed and uh, lots of heavy furniture. And you will definitely find the private art gallery that's up here. Okay, let's, let's pause here for a minute and look at the private art gallery. And uh, this is a room that's uh, sort of in the front tower off the house, so it's an octagonal room. The walls are draped with some sort of black fabric and the paintings that are here are sitting against this black fabric with little lights on. Mm -hmm. um, the lights in this room, if you turn it on, um, are is very dim. It's got very low wattage light bulbs. So it's meant to feel very close and maybe a little claustrophobic and mm -hmm. focuses on, on the artwork. Right. As and you don't want to, too much fluorescent, you don't want too much light on the paintings themselves anyway. Exactly. Exactly. Do I see any Lamberts? Do I see something similar in style, or what's 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 the main theme here? Sure. Um, uh, make a roll for me first of all to uh, make that connection. All right. What am I rolling against? Um, spot obvious. Spot obvious. All right. Uh. 62 out of 65, so I've, I'm barely obvious. Okay. Uh, yeah, the paintings here are all, I guess, fantastical, outre. They don't appear to be uh, portraits, but strange landscapes and um, some figures with fairly kind of distorted limbs, sort of like Picasso or uh, mm -hmm. something like that. Um, there's one smallish painting that looks like it's a churchyard. Mm -hmm. Very foggy, very misty. Um, it kind of resonates. There's uh, maybe some similar elements of style between it and some of the Pikmin stuff you've seen, but uh, this one is much better executed than Pikmin's or than Lambert's work. Sorry. Mm -hmm. And it's not moving. Um, and it's not moving. Okay. You can, I'm sure you stare at it for a very right. long just time. Just making sure. Just making sure. <laughs> just making sure. But it does not move. Thank goodness. Or maybe not so much thank goodness. So I guess Mr. Stone is definitely not into the Impressionists or anything like that. Nothing. No. no. And definitely not into <laughs> old masters. Right. Or... Right. The Hudson River School or anything. No. Yeah. Okay. All right. So anything else I, you know, I'll... I'm not. I'm. I'm. I, I'm kind of nervous. I don't. I don't want to be too nosy, but I do want to make sure I haven't missed anything in the room that would kind of stand out or mm -hmm. that might be of interest to the group. Sure. I make a spot hidden roll. Oh, good. Uh, there is an area here that's clearly uh, doesn't have a painting on it. It does have a light. It's clearly meant for something to go here. Mm -hmm. um, and 
there's a little table sitting in front of this open space, which looks um, kind of out of place because it's the only piece of furniture here. Mm -hmm. And when you look at, uh, you know, kind of look at it, look at its sides to see if there's anything. There's no drawers or anything. It's mm -hmm. like a little end table. Mm -hmm. um, but the top of it has what looks like paint spatters on it. Mm -hmm. And those paint spatters are fresh. Fresh. Mm -hmm. Okay. Interesting. Fresh paint on the table. Now, this this doesn't look like anything that would have come from Lambert's apartment, correct? Well, it's uh, it's a little battered. It doesn't look like it would be, and it doesn't look like it's an expensive piece of furniture. So mm -hmm. that could be a possibility. So there are no art supplies. No. Just you know, messy a messy painter, or you know. Uh, if I look on the floor, are there any drops of paint there that might lead in a certain direction? Or yeah. is the paint just on the table itself? Just on the table. What color is it? Uh, there's some blues and yellows. Uh, it's a mix. Okay. Okay. A little bit of red, a little bit of black. And I don't see any other painting here that would match that tone family. Uh, well, a number of them could. You know, some of the paintings have blues in them or greens. Um, but there so are none that none that are drying at this time. That is correct. These all mm -hmm. these paintings, you can kind of check them a little bit, but all mm -hmm. of them look to be you know dry and framed and not recent. Right now, if I'm standing at the entrance of the studio or the gallery, for lack of a better word. Is it circular? It's square? Are there any other doors that lead off of it? or does There are no other doors that lead off of it. Yeah, it's got a single entrance. And mm -hmm. uh, the impression that you get is it's roundish or octagonal-ish. There's a little tower that, um, part of the architecture of the house, mm -hmm. there's this mm -hmm. little tower that kind of sticks out, and that's probably where it is. Mm -hmm. So there's no other entrance or exit that is correct. Looking, looking at the floor, there's no uh, hidden doors or anything. Uh, no. No. This is it. It's just, it, it is what it is. And Exactly. All right. Well, I'll back out and I'll just, was the, if the door was open or closed, I'll make sure it. Uh, sure. It was closed. Mm -hmm. so. All right. Okay. Um, all of you people who are currently attending the party, please make a... Uh, Power roll for me and tell me what you get. I fail mine. I make a 67. I got a 39 out of 50. I got a 33 out of 60. I missed by three points. 63 out of 60. I make mine. Uh, it is a 42 out of 50. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. Well, um, as, uh, as the evening progresses, um, I'm assuming that Prez is sort of working the crowd a little bit and looking for oh, yeah. uh, contacts. And uh, there are definitely some, as I said, political figures here. Uh, 
uh, one of them is a uh, one of the fellows here that's uh, here with uh, probably someone who's not his wife is uh, a dean at uh, Harvard University, um, and certainly as the liquor begins to flow and the music continues to play uh, and the house begins to uh, get a little warm and sultry with many bodies. You will see people starting to uh, skibby out of their uh, their garments. Um, and they seem to be pretty um, casual about just leaving clothing lie wherever they take it off. So it's not as if they're hanging stuff up on a hook or anything like that. They just sort of slither out of it and leave it on the floor or whatever room that they're in. And uh, the bartender will certainly be uh, bringing around drinks. Uh, the people who are working the party apparently, they probably, they're probably the same servers that they've had here several times because they don't appear to be terribly phased by the fact that uh, people are skivvying out of their clothing. Uh, they're very careful to avert their eyes and make sure that uh, to be unobtrusive as possible. I but, just thought uh, of something, Janice. Can, could yes, I, as, I'm, uh, as we're playing, I'm kind of like checking the crowd out every now and then. By any chance, do I recognize any of Miss Oleander's girls? Um, you, you know, you guys kept, uh, at least I'm sure that uh, Frankie and Johnny kind of kept tally when you were uh, talking to Lydia about who was coming and going. So. Uh, yeah, you do see uh, certainly at least two of the girls that uh, you saw at her place. You do not see Georgette. She's not here. Okay. Uh, but then you also know from what she told you that uh, this is kind of not her not her kind of gig. Yeah, that's right. I remember her saying that. Yeah. So. I, uh, but, I find Philippe and I say, uh, perhaps you would like to... Do the honors. Uh -huh. <laughs> well, he will make a big production of unwrapping the package. Okay. <laughs> sort so of. To speak. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know, tease a little bit, pull on the belt, slide it off your shoulder, leave it on your shoulder, and you'll definitely get a crowd of admirers who will put you at center stage. Mm. And, uh, and surprisingly, um, there are not a lot of lewd comments. It's all very decorous in its own way. Of course, of course. This so. is like living art. It is, absolutely. And uh, no, probably get you to stand up on a little footstool or a chair so you can be elevated so the crowd that's towards the back can kind of uh, That actually kind of makes me a little show. uncomfortable, but whatever. <laughs> I am going to, however, fold up my clothing and put it on a chair or something. Sure. Drape it someplace where you know you can find it later. Right. Well, so it doesn't get trampled on or anything. Yeah. And there would definitely be quite a round of applause. You are all too kind. <laughs> and then he'll pull you down off the chair and wrap you in a big embrace. And uh, he has absolutely no, uh, no inhibitions at all this man. Uh, and I don't remember if uh, those of you uh, heard, remember his description, but he's a fellow in his 
probably 50s, fairly stocky, but uh, strongly athletically built with graying hair. Um, so not an immensely handsome man, but he's got a lot of charisma that come, and energy that comes off of him. If, um, I'll say this, if, if uh, Frankie looks at me kind of like, what the hell? I'm going to shrug my shoulders and say, he's taking one for the team. <laughs> well, I, I just wanted to say I'm rather impressed that he brought his own instrument, and apparently it's bigger than all four of ours put together. <laughs> oh, we all admit so, here. We've seen each other naked. Of course we have. You're going to get a couple photographs of this, uh, uh, Mr. Newsom. Oh, no. no. I'm, I'm fine. I, it's burned into my retinas, and I'm fine. <laughs> well, uh, you how, how, are. I do have a question. How how are our uh, band bandmates taking all of this? Um, you know, they're trying to like keep their cool, but they have never seen anything like this, and. It's going to probably derail their playing a bit. They're going to try I, to recover, but. Uh, well, um, if, they, if, if they do, I mean, maybe I'll have to do a role, or maybe uh, Frankie and I should do a role to see but, if we can help recover sure. any sort of uh, mistakes that they've done. I get a 16. All right, so I I, uh, I passed that one. It wasn't a, a hard pass or anything like that, but sure. it, was, it was a pass. Just just throw yourselves into your music, boys. What, yeah. What sort of um, roughly what um, percentage or proportion of the of the party goers have disrobed at this point? They're easily half. Okay. Actually, another question. What percentage are male or female? There seems to be a higher percentage of gentlemen than ladies in the mix. And the ladies are mostly probably not wives. <laughs> probably not wives, though there is certainly at least two or three couples here who are very clearly married and here mm -hmm. together. But uh, yeah, most of the ladies are not wives. There could be mistresses. Uh, Working girls. Could be. Could be, you know, Lydia's, some of Lydia's girls. Now, of the naked people, are most of them pretty fit? Or are there lots of old, sh uh, ra um, flabby? <laughs> um, I would fat. say that there's pretty much a mix of what you would expect. But you would, there would be flat and fabby, flabby people. Okay, that's cool. Thing. Certainly, a number who clearly take care of themselves, but uh, amongst the older people, there's not quite as uh, not quite as fit as uh, what you would what we would see today. Certainly, people didn't in their older years didn't tend to to look to themselves that much. But um, uh, you, Frankie, while you're playing and keeping your little trio on. Uh, um, you know, they've been bringing drinks and food and everything around for the band as well. And 
you begin to feel a little flushed and not so much lightheaded, but it's as if your focus starts getting really, really narrow and intense on the music. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Do I, do I notice this or? Uh, if, you're keeping, this? if you're keeping track of, you know, you're, you're kind of keeping track of everybody. Uh, he is definitely, um, the tenor of, of what he's playing changes a little bit and becomes less, even more less structured than, than jazz is. And he is definitely going off the sheet and going off into areas where you guys are having some, some trouble sort of following him a little bit. Um, so I will, as I'm playing, I'm going to, you know, I guess try to try to make it seem like you know uh, you know this is all part of the plan. This is this is yeah. new sound of of jazz, and then I'm going to like kind of nudge him and say, hey, "You all right?" I'm not gonna. Oh, of course I can't speak while I'm right. playing, but I'll, so I'll wait, give so him wait that till look. a break. Yeah, yeah, but I give him a look like you you okay? What's going on? You know, like we need to take a a powder or something. Just just. Feeling the groove tonight for some reason. Okay. Sorry, I didn't so, mean to steal the spotlight. No, 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 no. It's, uh, I mean, now the question is, although like he's going off off uh, key, well, not key, but like off tangent. Yeah, is does it still sound good, or is it kind of like? It sounds weird. Hmm complicated and very weird uh should i try to roll it i guess match him or depends on what you want to do if you want to just sort of let him let him go his own way and let him I'll, take I'll, yeah you know what i'll, I'll let him I'll, I'll let him take the the lead mm -hmm. uh, and i'm going to yeah, I'm going to fade off into the background. Uh, I'll still be playing, but like um, I won't be as prominent. Um, okay. And I'll try to see where this is going. Okay. Yeah, it's like this kind of creative frenzy almost that just comes out of nowhere. And you've known, known, known him long enough and played with him long enough that you really know uh, his style and, you know, his upper end and when he's had a bad day and when he's had a good day and this is nothing like you've ever heard come out of him mm -hmm. I'm, I'm trying to yeah so is i mean I, what i'm trying to do is see if it's coming off more or less like a bad day for him or is it coming off kind of like oh that's weird and interesting and maybe we should work on this um inspired yeah. inspired okay. in a way that you've never heard okay so probably a good way to look at it all right. And uh, when you guys wind down, a couple of the uh, unclothed ladies will kind of swarm up to to Frankie and uh, put their arms around him and pull him into the crowd towards towards where the bar is and fuss over him. And uh... all right. And I'll, I'll what I'll do is I'll kind of uh, fade to the background a bit. Um, now the question is: Is uh, now that I guess the the party is really getting started? Um, 
nobody's really paying attention to the music anymore, are they? Not really. Okay, so then what I'll do is I will tell the other guys to, you know, take a powder, take a smoke break, whatever. And I'm just going to fade off into the black, uh, into the back and, and sort of observe what's going on. Okay. Well, it won't take too long before you sort of lose track of uh, Frankie unless you're going to, you know, really stay on his heels. You'll um, probably, probably get a glimpse of uh, these two ladies sort of tugging him off up towards the upstairs. Okay. Um... I can't speak for Frankie. I mean, look, uh, Frankie, remember your your wife at home? Your three kids. <laughs> is he paying me any attention, or is he just sort of? Uh, uh, he what's, seems, he, what's he doing? He seems to be really focused on whatever is sort of in front of him. Does he? What about his expression? Is is it kind of like dazed? Um, like is he? Intense, not, not so much days, but as if he's really focusing minutely on whatever's in front of him. Hmm. I'm going, yeah, you know what? I will follow, but I'm not going to, of course, be a creep about it, but I will. <laughs> not a creeper? Uh, yeah, but I mean, I, I will make sure that he's all right. Um, okay. okay. Uh, any of the rest of you sort of keeping track of uh, what's going on with the musicians? Um, in, in passing, I'm sort of, I, I'm uh, trying to inveigle myself with uh, some of the, uh, the the clothed party goers. Yeah, um, they will. Uh... I mean, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not ignoring what's going on, but okay. I'm just sort of engaging with the people who aren't disrobing. Yeah, and, the, um, uh, the groups are kind comments. of separate a little bit and the people who are keeping clothing on will probably stay more in that main library where the bar and things are <clears throat> and uh, oh, we're not so we're not all in the same area yeah exactly okay um, standing around going, oh look at that one look it looks like a turnip <laughs> <laughs> yeah and you get the impression Prez that this is kind of um, pretty uh, standard for this sort of thing where people are kind of doing business deals and, uh, you know, mingling in one part where the rest of the craziness is off throughout the rest of the house. Okay. But and I'm, uh, I'm hanging on Mr. Stone. Absolutely. And but what uh, I'm doing is I'm intensely listening to any conversations he may be having. Sure. And, uh, you, Gerard, will see him sort of uh, give a glance as the uh, ladies go by tugging Frankie upstairs um, and kind of gives them a little nod and uh, turns back to whatever chit-chat he's uh, mostly admiring you, I'm sure. So isn't he having any, any conversations with other people about recent paintings that he's acquired or... There's talk about paintings, absolutely, and art. Uh, he's not given to a lot of bragging, but uh, you can tell that he's got this, whatever this thing is contained inside of him, and he's just really bursting to, to, okay. talk, to talk about it. But uh, Frankie will disappear off upstairs, and uh, the ladies will take him into a room and close the door, and I don't know if uh, you're gonna peek through the keyhole, Johnny, or... Uh, I'm gonna listen, listen at the door. Okay. 
it's there's not a lot of sound that comes out though you will hear you know people moving around and rustling and you know things like that but uh, definitely no shouts or moans or anything that indicates uh, that sort like of he's being attacked like he's being attacked or anything he's, like that's, he's that's, that's, not screaming yeah, that's, for help okay I mean like that's that's what I'm you know like I don't want him to be like them this you know pull out a knife or something like that exactly say, oh, that's exactly. Up, you know? and there are other people other people you know moving around up here too so you're not the only one okay so and they're not paying me any attention no not at all yeah. not at all. all right even though you have clothes on they're not paying that much attention to you okay well i think we're gonna leave uh, the mystery of what happens to frankie and his lady friends uh, up in the air for the time being <laughs> <laughs> excellent oh boy <clears throat> all right so we're gonna call it there uh we will be back in two weeks we're gonna skip next week because of thanksgiving our scenario, oops, sorry, went right back to the beginning. Uh, our players included Jeff Wilkins, Bill Mize, Troy, Troy Wildire was not here tonight, but he'll be here next week. Mick Swan, Steve Hill, Wayne Worthy, and myself with Janice Hill as Keeper of the Secrets. Our musical intro, Jubilee Stomp, was performed by Duke Ellington and his Cotton Club Orchestra. We're currently producing. We're currently producing four shows a week, with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows, free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. Uh, patrons of our show now enjoy the privilege of listening to some of our pre- and post-game conversations. I should be posting some uh, in the next couple of days. We uh, discuss about everything, and it's fascinating and it's funny and insightful. If you'd like to become a patron, visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar or two a month will help us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We love hearing from you. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.